Hey, this is Marcy Lebowitz from Follow the Threads, and this is my first podcast. So this is going to be a bit of a deviation for me from what I'm used to doing. When I blog, I usually talk about my process or where I've traveled, but I don't really address any deep kind of issues that um, are affecting women in particular and how we think. I tend to keep that pretty quiet. But I'd like to start having conversations with you about this. So, you know, I was just shopping at one of my favorite stores and I got this great like burgundy cranberry fluffy furry coat for $30. So of course that's wonderful. The woman who was checking me out was 75, darling. But she looked at me at one point and started talking about how she hurt her back yesterday. She was moving furniture and then she said, she goes, oh, I shouldn't be moving furniture at my age, but I don't take care of myself anyway, so why should I now? And I just thought, I would really like to start having a different conversation. I find so many women, and it doesn't seem to matter their age, even young women, teenagers, don't take care of themselves. And it's like it's this great, um, not prize, but, um, oh, what's the term? You probably know. Like a badge of honor, you know, to not take care of ourselves in our culture. And I um, am on a very, very different path. I was guided a couple years ago to actually start taking care of myself really well. I had been a caregiver for my mom when um, she was sick and dying. And there were a lot of other deaths that happened at the same time. And because of the magnitude and how quickly those deaths happened, I really started to pay attention to myself. And one of the things that happened was when I was um, sitting after all the funerals, very quietly, (laughs) drinking hot chocolate and eating fermented cabbage. Because you know, when you're grieving, you just, you're nuts, right? So you'll drink and eat nutty combinations too. But all of a sudden this question rose up in me, what do I want? And it, it wouldn't stop. <laughs> and it was this question for me to be asking myself constantly. So clearly I was catching it with wanting fermented cabbage and hot chocolate. I used to love fermented cabbage. I know it's so weird. Um, but I, I started taking that question to heart really deeply. And at that point, um, I knew I wanted to leave DC and travel across country and go to uh, different uh, artist colonies, particularly where there were fiber artists, being one myself, and then get myself to Taos. So I did that, but the way I got here was by constantly asking myself, what do I want? What do I want? And then giving myself that. So if I wanted to rest, I rested instead of pushing that aside. And I started putting myself as the priority. It was a very odd sensation, particularly um, I had been a caregiver since I was 11. I started working with um, kids with cognitive and physical challenges. And at that point I was what, 51, 52. So this notion of asking oneself, what do you want and giving yourself that it, where it will lead you is to taking care, better and better and better care of yourself. You 
um, will still love the people in your life. You may still do for them and even do quite a bit, but you will only do it when you feel refreshed, when you feel rested, when you feel cared about. Um, one of the things that concerns me deeply about women in our culture is how poorly we treat ourselves. I mean, and you know, if you think about it, I, I'm particularly sensitive to this and know others where, you know, we're aware how poorly women treat each other, really poorly. We can be very, very mean to each other. But if you think about it, people can only give to others really what they give to themselves. So like the better I care for myself, the kinder I am to myself, the gentler I am with myself, the more honest I am with myself, um, the more respectful I am with myself, I can also be that with other people. This notion of being hard on yourself to get to make change, I've never seen it peacefully work. I've never seen when people do that, that it creates loving atmospheres or kind or encouraging atmospheres. So, you know, I want you to really start to think about, you know, what would it mean to deeply take care of yourself? Because in order to follow your threads, which means you have to be able to tune into your intuition to even know what direction to go in, to be able to take steps in that direction and take aligned steps, you need to be in good shape. You can't be burned out. You can't be all angry and blaming people because you've got to be able to get your focus onto you. And I can tell you now a couple years into this, it is one of the richest things I've ever done. It's amazing to me to see the amount of wonderful things and experiences and people that have come into my life. The other part of this too, and being so clear and following your threads, is that people who are not good for you, business, personal, family, any of those um, kinds of relationships will leave, right? Because if your priority is feeling good, which I know this is such a controversial subject and completely counter to you know how we're trained in society, right? Because even spiritual groups, or like, you know, always put the guru first, always serve, always serve. And the thing is, you can't do it if you're tired and you're burned out. So think about today, maybe just one way that has maybe been creeping into your mind of something that would feel really good for you to do to take care of yourself. Very simple, don't make it complex, don't make it expensive, don't make it where it takes a lot of action and activity because you won't do it. It's what is something that's so simple and so easy and natural for you. Because I can tell you, the more you do these things, the more you allow that kind of goodness in, in your life. You know, when you're no longer taking hits for the team, right? For groups of, um, or things that really don't serve you. The more you'll discover 
who you naturally are, what your rhythms are. And, you know, I used to be very much of an advocate. I worked with people with autism and all kinds of physical and um, cognitive challenges. So I was always going up against systems that were quite oppressive. And these days, you know, my life is is much easier. I um, just want to be around beauty and to see people happy and to enjoy myself. And there's incredible strength and power just being around somebody who is naturally and genuinely and deeply aligned and enjoying themselves. So you are welcome to send me your thoughts on this. My email is marci, M-A-R-C-I, at Marcy Lebowitz. So that's M-A-R-C-I L-E-B-O-W-I-T-Z dot shop. And I'm going to be real honest with you. If you disagree with this and you're going to be all negative, please don't email me. Um, I won't respond. But if you are at a place where you're exploring things and, you know, maybe getting those nudges or have gone even more deeply and are ready to be um, even more empowered. I am so fascinated at hearing people's stories who um, transcend the culture and the conditioning, and I'd love to hear from you. Thanks, and have a great one. Bye.